What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, March 24th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes, 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. Greg, yesterday I saw you late into the night. I saw a, a post on your Twitter yeah. of you with an IV in your arm That's with right. a, a horror story about you getting food poisoning, Jen having to leave GDC to go take care of you and all this stuff. And I was shocked. I was concerned. I was worried about your health and safety, all of that stuff. But the biggest, the biggest mind blower to me was the fact that I have known you very closely for over a decade at this point. That's right. That's right. And I don't think that in that time, especially as time has went on, a major thing happens to you that I don't know until I find out on Twitter. And it sure. was weird. I was yeah. like, holy shit, life. Greg has a life that I don't know about. And all of a sudden, boom, millions, millions of people get to see you with an IV stick in your arm. I, it, was just, it was a weird moment that took me back, Greg. I was like, whoa. Well, for me, it was just one of those things of I I like the idea that like kind of funny has gotten to the point that it's big enough that you don't know everything that happens because there was that, you know, I'm up in the morning and I am not doing well. And I like I'm like, but I kept having, you know, I kept doing the Greg Miller thing of like, I'm gonna be able to I'll pull this together. I'll pull this Mm -hmm. together. I'll pull this together. And when I woke up at seven or whatever, I was like, I am not pulling this together. And so it was a I text to more and I'm like, hey, like I look at the calendar. And of course, like blessings at GDC, you had a call or something you were on or doing some show like it was like I start running through the Rolodex of like, who can I get to host the show if I'm down? Because, of course, mm-hmm. I made the joke that Andy was going to build and he was going to do it. And I hit Andy up the day before because Kevin was worried that Andy wasn't really going to do it. And Andy was like, yeah, I'm not confident in getting the stories. And I was like, all right, fine. Fucking He's like, it. I can host. I can host, <laughs> but I don't want to do it. I'm like, I right, fine. I can do that. So I I hit up Tam and I'm like, can you do it? But then I also hit up Mike and I was like, hey, I'm definitely not. I, I was I think I, I might have actually said I think I might be able to make the stream. I forget. But I'm like, I'm, but I'm not I'm probably not going to make anything. If worst case, can you do in, in that time Tam had gotten back? But it, it, I had the same thought of like. At some point when it was all done, and I looked at the calendar and it was totally solidified and taken care of. I was like, man, I didn't even have to talk to Tim about this. I didn't even so have to hit up Tim about this. Like last night, I was like uh, texting you and I was trying to text you with a version of the story I just told of like my shock. And I was like, there's no tone over text that makes sense. So I was like, I'm just going to talk to him on Games Daily. If I see him on Games Daily, Kevin right. and I were concerned, man. It was down to the moment. No, Greg's normally in here 10 minutes early. before, yeah, ready to early, go. Man. Everything's good. And he was just not here. We're like, is he I like to make a big entrance. I like to make yeah. a big entrance. You know how it goes. Now, yeah, now here's exactly. the thing, Greg. The snakes yeah. are everywhere, right? The snakes yeah. are you. You They're got it. People you left got it quick. Right. Yeah, but uh, I got hit up by Mike this morning, and you know, there's been this whole thing about bless taking back the night, taking back the night. I'm gonna take back the night. He even tweeted six hours ago. I saw. Took back the night. Yeah, yeah. Night. Oh, 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 so guess who's not on stream today? Blessing, <laughs> Blessing Eddie, 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 Eddie. So we're scrambling, trying to figure out what do we do, and everyone's off doing something else i'm like oh so guess what guys i'm streaming after this it's gonna be fun <laughs> me and mike hanging out doing wait some since when since like 10 minutes ago oh okay because mike had, Why? mike went out of his way to dm me to tell me what the stream after this is gonna be and it wasn't that yeah i think i think that was, was his like GTA work- with me? yeah that motherfucker that yeah i think that that that's uh uh if towards the back end of the stream thing okay he Mike, Mike didn't want to ask me. You know what I mean? He's like, "No, oh, I don't want to burden you." I'm like, Mike, you got me. Don't even trip, bro, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, it's pandemonium here. Yeah, you can open some Pokemon cards. I don't know. We'll see what we want to do. Mike, okay. it'll be fun. We'll hang out. Kevin, what are you eating? Starbucks. I got to know. That. You're eating Starbucks. What is that? Is that the that's the loaf? That one of the loaves there? 
Banana walnut. Banana walnut, nice. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what are you eating? I was eating a little egg and some bacon. I just finished it so good. All right, well, if we're all just enjoying a sweet little treat, I'm going to have a saltine, if you don't mind. Saltine. <laughs> <laughs> they are dry. They are dry, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they give you what you need, apparently. Salt. It's dry. It's a longer <laughs> bit than I... It's a bit longer than I thought it would be. <laughs> Craig's going through it in so many ways right now. I now I'm hydrating this saltine to swallow it. Mm-hmm. Well, he's uh, you know, getting a little hydrated. I can tell you that today's stories include the Halo series premiere reviews are in WWE sticking with 2K, and you can buy Cal Kessis's lightsaber. Isn't that right, Greg? That's right, Tim. We're going to talk about all that and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you know about. If you like that, be part of the show on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, you can write in with your questions, your comments, your concerns about the daily news of the video game world. And of course, you can get the show ad-free. You get it with the exclusive post show we do. You can get your name read as a Patreon producer. You can watch us record shows like the XCast, PS I Love You, and the Gamescast Live when embargoes permit. You can keep the lights and mics on all on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. However, if you have no bucks tossed our way, it's no big deal. You can support us for a number of different free ways. Uh, number one, why not use that creator code, kindoffunny, on the Epic Creator uh, Code Generator Store. When you're on the Epic Game Store, put in the creator code, kindoffunny. Uh, if you're not on a PC, of course, when you're playing Fortnite, Rocket League, or that there fall, guys, you can use it on your console as well and help us out. Just use your creator code, kindoffunny. Of course, for this show, you can watch this recorded live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, just like jmacgator922 is, lenart underscore nlr, and pjjulianr. Uh, if you're watching live, you have a special job, go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you. Uh, in the same way, Mike wrote in today to say, hey, here's what the stream's going to be. And then, of course, changed it and didn't bother to tell me. He didn't think that would be important. No big deal. I'm not mad at all. Roger used a little thing we call housekeeping to write in. He wrote this one for you. Uh, housekeeping, he says, the kind of funny TikTok continues to put out some bangers. Today, you can find a horrifying clip of Greg trying to desperately scan his face into WWE 2K22. <laughs> you can get that at TikTok.com slash at games. Remember, we are posting daily, and they are your highlights, their reviews, they're everything that you love from Kind of Funny. And while you're there, check out my A Memoir Blue review that I put up yesterday. Well, Roger put it up. I was dead, obviously. But the, that went up yesterday, talking about uh, the game from Annapurna that's coming out today, A Memoir Blue. Mm-hmm. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Gordon McGuire, Fargo, Brady, and Pransky. Today, we're brought to you by Cuts Clothing, Lumen Skin, and Honey, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Seven items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, critics have seen the old Halo series premiere in episode two of the Halo series over on Paramount+. Plus. We have your review roundup. We'll start over on Metacritic. And I don't know, you know, Tim, you and me well-versed in video games. All right, you know, mm-hmm. let me let me dial this back. I'm well-versed in video games. I'm not, mm-hmm. this isn't an insult. I swear I'm going somewhere with it. Mm-hmm. I'm well-versed in the video game world. Not so much the entertainment world. You well-versed in video games and the entertainment world. So I went over to Metacritic today, saw it had a 60, the Halo series. I was like, all right. So I started clicking on reviews. A lot of reviews don't have numbers or ratings or anything. I don't know where they're getting the num- or where they're getting the, because they're like, oh, because uh, I have in here, 
the Hollywood Reporter, which I couldn't find any kind of score on. But then they still gave like a num- numerical score to the Hollywood Reporter. How's that happen? What's up? What's up? I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, the whole Metacritic thing kind of confuses me a lot, and it doesn't seem that useful. That and Rotten Tomatoes and all that. It's more of just like a, it, like everything. It's just kind of an idea of a thing. It's not like let's really kind of try to nail this in because like all the scales don't, they're not compatible. Sure, they're not equal. Yeah, so it, all, it becomes a disaster so quickly. Well, then throw it out when believe it if you want to. Whatever. Metacritic is a sixty over on uh, the uh, uh, Metacritic. Metacritic is a sixty for Halo the series. I'm getting there. You know what I mean? I was in bed all day. Uh, IGN gave it a seven. Uh, Jesse Sheeting uh, says, given how integral the massive battles between humanity and the Covenant are to the appeal of the Halo franchise, the lackluster action in the Halo premiere is cause for concern. However, the series gets enough else right in its first outing to make up for that shortcoming. As much as the premiere focuses on capturing the iconic weapons and technology from the games, it also shows a willingness to move its story in dramatically different directions. This is hardly a one-to-one adaptation of the games, but that's really the show's biggest selling point right now. Over at EW, that's Entertainment Weekly if you're not in the know, it got a C-. Uh, Darren Franich wrote, Necessary to point out that I played three Halo games to story completion and spent a few hundred hours in the mid-2000s in multiplayer matches. This relatively moderate level of awareness probably makes me the show's absolute worst demographic. The story variously tilts towards canonical completionists and confused newbies, with dialogue uh, variously impenetrable and explanatory. I want to stress that these two episodes basically comprise a prologue to multiple intrigues. The nine-episode first season could either speed up from here or slow to a crawl. Ha suggests a chaotic, vengeful counterpart to Sh- uh, Shrivers, Shrivers uh, Ramrod's straight tough guy, but it's not clear how central their dynamic will be. And then over at The Hollywood Reporter, like I said, I couldn't find a score on it. Uh, Daniel Feinberg wrote, though. And maybe Halo does play as mo- and maybe Halo does play as more exciting and specific if you have an internal checklist of the game elements, weapon types, uh, helpful acquisitions, character of planetary illusions. Uh, you're looking uh, to have acknowledged. But for those of us who don't necessarily crave or appreciate those things, Halo is a generic story, limitedly engaged limitly engaging characters and a clearly high special effects budget that yields respectable but unremarkable results in the absence of prior attachment that's insignificant for ongoing interest so some rough reviews out there for this one tim i know tomorrow you are assembling a kind of funny crew to do reactions to this have you watched these episodes have you seen it yet no i actually really dropped the ball on this and i'm usually pretty good with the scheduling all the entertainment stuff but i totally thought that it was coming out uh tonight and that we were ah. going to review it tomorrow so we should have been recording the review today so i apologize it will be a day late um but i'm excited to give it a shot i am a little bit um let down by the the kind of cadence that the, or the, the the tone that these the general uh, malaise the, yes exactly like all the the reviews aren't what i wish that they could possibly be which is something really special although that's rough because i think that at the end of the day halo is a just fairly generic sci-fi story so i that's where it gets hard when it comes to to video game translations to movies and shows we've been talking about this a lot but like there are so many things that make the game special that are untranslatable to movies and I think that we saw that with the Uncharted series, where so much of what makes Uncharted special is the 30 hours of little tiny quips in the background mm-hmm. between Sully and Drake that you can't really turn into a, a movie or a show that way because you just don't have the time. And it it comes off weird and movies are just made differently. There's like a, a pace to them that uh, video games don't have. And I think with with uh, Resident Evil, we see this a lot, too, where it Resident Evil works 
uh, with like its corny B zombie story uh, because that's the the point and it's fun to play through that. Whereas translating it back to movie, now all of a sudden it's competing with other zombie movies, right? Sure. So with this, it's like I think that there's – it's in a, a really tough spot because Halo is such a prestige video game that people know so much about. But even people that know a lot about aren't going to know all of this. Like I, I think it was uh, Darren Krennic here that you were reading from saying that like he's played a lot of the games and, and is, is well equipped with Halo knowledge. But it's still not enough for the dense uh, stuff that they're getting into here. And it kind of hits that point of like, I don't know that this series is going to entirely please anybody. And that's kind of the biggest bummer of it all. You know, mm. is that like, it, 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 there's a, it, it's audiences, everyone and no one at the same time. And I think that it's going to be kind of be caught there. Whereas if, if the out the gate, the episode one and two reviews were, on the nine or 10 side of things, I think that it could be different where it's like, Oh, cool. This is a fun sci-fi show. If you don't know halo or Hey, this is a fun halo show. If you're just kind of into sci-fi, but For sure. uh, or into just streaming and into, into watching uh new, like, tentpole tv shows but um i think that paramount plus has continued to kind of struggle to to find its identity especially uh, as it's transitioned from uh the what it used to be i forget the name of it but um the uh the cbs all access um you know that kind of being the home of star trek and all of that yeah as you transition here it's like halo there's a lot of money being put into this a lot um and well, they are kind of riding on it being a big series for them uh it, to, to counter programming like things like we see on disney plus with the marvel shows and star wars shows like things that we see even on peacock where they have um the the ability to have like wwe and have these like big draws to come in right now paramount kind of just has star trek and, and I, I guarantee they want more than that go for 100 percent um do me a favor tim turn all of your lights green and i'm gonna do the same thing all right echo turn the den lights green some orange in there all right i yeah. see what you're doing you're doing the, well it's kind of it's this is my ex cast look yeah yeah exactly so well, ladies and gentlemen we open the summoning circle and if we say snowbike mike three times i think he'll, he'll appear snowbike mike snowbike mike snowbike mike yo what's going on everybody it's your guy snowbike mike from the kind of funny x cast how's everybody doing today uh we are excellent snowbike mike how are you i'm wonderful greg it's nice to see your smiling face and i hear you're talking about Spartan 117, Master Chief. So I had to jump in the conversation. Uh, Mike, have you watched Halo, the season premiere, series premiere? I did watch it late last night, and I actually watched it with a good friend of mine. One Nick Scarpino watched what? it with me as well. So I have a total Halo newbie uh, opinion as well with Nick Scarpino. So it's kind of interesting to see. All right, well, hit us off. What, what did you think? Because you are, of course, Mr. Halo. Yeah, but don't so, spoil too much because we I, still got to do the screencast. So just please, give them a little teasy tease. We got right? a screencast. So at Snow Mike Mike, this is what I thought. I thought it was good. I think the first what? 20 minutes was exactly what I wanted from Halo as a television show. I was really excited to see, you know, the Spartans, to see the Covenant, to see the action. Really was bombastic and cool. I think towards the end there, we started to dive into the story. And I wasn't connecting with that. I wasn't really vibing with what I was seeing. I did like some of the characters that we saw, some notable names. Uh, a couple of moments were like, oh, okay, this is very interesting. But I left going, you know what, Greg? I'm not looking, f I'm not wishing it was next Thursday right now, right? And ah, I think okay. that's what I'm looking for. I'm on the hunt for that next big Game of Thrones type sure. experience where we got to be there next week. And this, unfortunately, isn't. This is just middle of the road. This is good. This is fine. I'll be back next week, but I'm not, you know, overly excited to be there. So 
That's my first take. On the opposite side, Nick Scarpino, you know, he's one of the biggest critics of all these shows and stuff. He had very similar thoughts of, you know what, this is good, not great, but he actually liked it more than I thought he would. He was speaking positively of it while we were watching it and at the end of it all. But at the same time, like, this isn't going to bring Nick Scarpino back next week. He'll forget about it unless I ask him to watch it with me again. But gotcha. positive remarks from Nick, at least at the beginning uh, of it all here. And also before, you know, the popular opinion of it not being good was out there. Now that Nick knows that, we'll see what he says on the screencast tomorrow. Exactly. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. You take care, all right? Get ready to stream some stuff with Tim. I remember you, went out, you remember you went out of your way to text me that you were going to stream with uh, Kevin, yeah, yeah. and then I get here. It turns out, no, you're going to stream with Tim. I would look like a fucking horse's ass if I get to the end. I read the fucking shit you told me to say, and then you're like, no, that's actually not what's happening. Mike, it's cool. I, I took my PlayStation 5 back upstairs, so we're good. Oh, you sounds great. I love you so much, Mike. <laughs> Tim, you're Number right. two on the Roper Report. And Kevin, I'm going to need you for this one, big dog, all right? Really Number two. Number two, Kevin. Fortnite is sticking with no build mode for a while. This is Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN, who will make another appearance on this very episode of <laughs> Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, Fortnite data miners have seemingly found confirmation that the game's limited time, no build mode, is here to stay. Building was removed from Fortnite's default mode earlier this week as its Chapter 3 Season 2 began, but new leaks suggest that developer Epic Games plans to include it later as a separate game mode. The HypeX Twitter account, a popular Fortnite news feed, claimed that data mining shows that players will have the option to choose between Fortnite's usual building-enabled Battle Royale or its no-build mode when the current season ends. This is further backed up by apparent loading screen tips that say, quote, in modes with building-enabled, end quote. Another popular Fortnite leak account, uh, TBR, uh, no, I guess TweeBR, uh, has also shown off what appear to be menu graphics for the new mode. Uh, Oh, now it's changed again. There's a typo in Ryan's story here. You hate to see it. Thea BR uh, tweet also claims uh, that no build mode will be available in solo, duos, trios, and squads. Both of these accounts have shared leaks in the past that proved to be accurate, but Epic Games is yet to give any official comment uh, confirmation on uh, whether or not the new mode will be sticking around. Fortnite seasons usually last around 10 weeks, meaning it could be May before players find out for sure. Kevin Coella, you and Joey out there tearing it up. Playing mm. Fortnite all the time. Yeah. First off, what's your review of no build mode? I haven't oh, heard I'm, your actual I'm loving opinion. it. So you, as you may have heard, me and Joey actually always play with no build mode in our hearts. In our mm -hmm, hearts. Mm -hmm. We'll build ramps to get over hills and stuff, and only in the most dire situations. But we're not throwing down these buildings or even a wall to protect ourselves from bullets. Um, mm -hmm. So this is, I think this is awesome. We've been having a blast. The biggest thing, like, They've introduced a lot of uh, different, like, movement mechanics that feel really good. Like, now there's, like, a run feature, and you get, like, an overshield that auto, uh, like, re regenerates um, whenever you're not getting shot, right? Sure. So, yeah, like, yeah. those things have been nice, and they added uh, not mantling, um, which feels really good. And you can get, basically, if you're smart about stuff, it has taken a little getting used to, but it... I think it feels really good. They kind of also changed, at least for the PlayStation 5, the the POV looks a little bit tighter, and I'm liking mm -hmm. that a lot too. Um, I'm really digging. For me, the biggest thing that the no building is doing is people are down to try it again. Because, uh, well, we had Barrett and Nick. Was it Tuesday night? 
Yeah, Tuesday night. This is the one where you weren't, yeah. you guys weren't gonna stop playing until you got a win. Right. And then at midnight, right. Nick was like, "I'm just going to bed." Yeah, that was that was that was right. That was right. But we played. I, I mean, like solid three hours, just having fun. We weren't streaming or anything, and like that's a huge benefit, you know. Like yeah, when, of course. When we of get course. the guys to come out for Fortnite. Never. Yeah, I'm anxious to get it, to try it. It's just been a busy than sick week. Uh, but I, it's got me interested in going back. Not that the building is what stopped me before, but I do think it's what kept you know us from yeah. winning a lot. Well, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, we, yeah. we would win the rare game, but it was also the thing of like, all right, well, you run up and they oh they're building, they're they're pros, they're gonna kill us. Yeah, they're gonna kill us. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm very like because I think they said they like in the game they've made some like allusions to like oh we're maybe they're bringing back building next week. Maybe not. They've said for I, at least I remember hearing that it was going to be nine days of no building, which is cool. But I really hope one, the mechanics stay stick around. And two, I really would like the no building to, to stick around for a little while longer. So we'll see if so if this is uh, to be believed, right, that eventually they're going to have options in there. Would you just strictly play in no build mode? I mean, that depends on how populated things are. If we're playing gotcha. no build mode and realize like, oh, man, it's all bots then I think we'd have to go back to the normal mode. But what if you're winning all the time? Well, I mean, then they're not bots, you know? Yeah, exactly. Then they're humans. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, could Fortnite do anything to get you involved? You know, I, I do think that the no-build mode is the is in, the most enticing thing they possibly could have done. It's just, you know, multiplayer games aren't really my jam. And on top of that, um, I... Could never wrap my head around the the Fortnite stuff, especially with the the building. It just seemed like too much. Um, and I'm a simple dude, you know. Yeah. So I don't know, but like I I gotta say I am a little jealous when I hear that like these late night things are popping off. There's some FOMO going on. So and I know that I can join at any time, but then then I actually have to do something, you know. Then I'd have FOMO for my bed. Sure, fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, you do have four of us right here. Hmm. Right now, you could walk over there. You could turn on. You could you'd update your Fortnite. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. and then rather than do Pokemon cards or whatever was going to happen with GTA uh, Online, that's not you happening. Could do both. You could do both. You know, we I mean, we, we could. Time. We me and Mike did specifically have a conversation about not doing Fortnite again yeah, just because we've been doing it a lot. He, he but it. you know, you know, you know. Fuck Mike! I get you. I'm all in. I mean, I'm not against it. I'm down. What what's this? Can I play on PS5? You can play on anything you want. You want, you want to play on the Switch? You want to play on the... No, I'm serious. Ladies and gentlemen, what PC? I'd like to do is I'd like to take you to a, a channel here. Because it's it's rare that I, I want to tell Snowbike Mike, obviously, one of the lights of my life. One of the best parts of Kind of Funny. But it's rare that I want to tell him to stop fucking lying, take his little Xbox controller, and shove it up his ass. Because I'm on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Plays right now. I'm on Uploads, sorted by most recent. Yesterday... Zelda. That's because I was sick. It was going to be WWE. I understand. Day before that, Zelda. Day before that, Fortnite. Okay. Day before that, Greg Miller Podcastathon. Then we got Mario. Then we got more wrestling. Then we got GTA Online. Then we got Zelda. Then we got Shredders. Then we got GTA Online. Then we got Nickelodeon, some bullshit. Then we got my face thing. Then we got first time Zelda. Then we got Elden Ring. Then we got Wheelbarrow or Barrow. This is what's fucking getting put on this channel. Then we got Metal Gear Rising. Then we got Puzzle Quest 3. Then we got Elden Ring Co op. Then we got Elden Ring Co op. Then we got this. Then we got Elden Ring again. Where? Where's all the Fortnite, Mike, that you say is happening? That there's too much Fortnite? This Greg, is Mike's nightmare. Turn on my fucking system right now. I'm making sure it's updated. Greg, did you know it wasn't Wheelbarrow? <laughs> yeah, Wheelbarrow. It's a barrow. 
the fuck's a barrel? Don't act like you know I what a know. barrel is. Exactly. All right. So don't. A barrel is a thing that we. I assume the first wheelbarrow came to existence. Someone cut a barrel in half and was like, oh, there you go. Sure. You, you got it, Steve. Put some dirt in there. Stick a wheel in the Steve. bottom. Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I miss uh, you, Kevin. I miss you too, bud. I'm glad you got I all know. the demons out. Oh, no. They're still in me. Don't worry about oh, that. Oh, yeah. One. Kicking, clicking on playing. Still showing Spidey. That can't be good, right? I don't know. What Whatever. That oh, well, you just need to hit update. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. It's doing its thing over there. Ladies and gentlemen. No, where 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 where'd, uh, where'd Roper go? I was going to say for the Roper report, man. Uh, I think not, he's maybe know? turning on his TV or something. I don't know. I flipped the camera, so I don't know if he went to the bathroom or not. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Now I'm downloading the patch. I'm good. We got it. Sorry. We got it. I had to uh, plug in my PS5 HDMI. Now, what I, mean, I don't know if you noticed, they have a Mary Jane skin if you want to play as Mary Jane. I'm seeing that now. Yeah. Big deal. Big deal <laughs> happening over here. All right. So we still doing the show or? Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, number three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three. Like Fortnite sticking with, like I said. Oh wait, I had a whole transition that I obviously have uh, lost. Born. Uh, Fortnite sticking with no build mode as we talked about. But for number three, WWE sticking with 2K. Uh, that's right. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a lot of drama a few weeks ago, right before around the release of WWE 2K22, where it was like basically uh, WWE went and talked to EA and was like, "Yo, these people keep fucking it up, and if they fuck it up, we might want to work with you." Uh, uh, WWE 2K Games put out the tweet. Kevin, if you want to click on that and show it, that was basically like, don't worry about that, everybody. They write, shout out to WWE and Stephanie McMahon uh, for the continued partnership and an amazing launch of WWE 2K22. Here's to many more years of success. Hashtag it hits different. Uh, obviously, the takeaway there would be that all's settled. Since WWE 2K22 is a great game and everybody's enjoying it, don't worry. They're going to continue going with it and still stay with 2K. Uh, Tim, what's that mean to you? I mean, hey, good for them. They pulled it off and they did it. And I am very, very surprised that that's the case, especially with everything that was going into 2K22 as it was coming up, right? Like taking the year off didn't seem like it was going to be enough. The first kind of uh, teases of the game looked really rough. People weren't um, excited for it, especially after after the trash fire that was 2K20, right? Like that was such a, a low point for a franchise that already hadn't had a high point in a while. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but for it to come out and kind of like be at the very least good enough, I think is a major surprise to a lot of people. And I think that the, the team over there clearly gives a shit and wanted to kind of turn the tide. I For me, it's not necessarily the best news because I would love to see WWE kind of be given an entirely new lease on life. Like sure. give it to a different team. Don't have all the, just the the trimmings and stuff that people expect of a 2K game. Uh, but at the same time, I am not the target audience. And it seems like people the the people that love the WWE 2K games are loving this, and that's that's a major success. And they did it. And I think that them celebrating this way is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, I, I've been vocal before that I had wished when THQ went away, the WWE went in a completely different direction, started from scratch. And when we didn't get that and they went to 2K and it's been what it's been, I've been along for that ride, right? And 2K22, man, like, that's a special WWE game. Uh, it's one that I am still playing, that I'm still anxious and eager to turn on, right? I was going to – I have a interview with somebody after uh, that that'll take me away from Fortnite with you guys but before then the plan had been to answer some emails and then do a little bit of my faction or do a little bit of whatever and hang out in there you know 
we were supposed to stream it yesterday uh, for me. And we plan to stream it, uh, me and Mike, uh, a lot more coming forward and making the, you know, uh, using all of parties, creating kind of funny wrestlers and doing stuff and having, you know, feuds and things. And I can't wait to do more of that. And I haven't felt like that with a wrestling game in forever. So I'm stoked that WWE 2K22 was great. I am hopeful that the fact that they have crashed and burned already and they understand that does make them sit there and go, okay, let's make... 23 and 24 and 25 better and better and better and actually double down to that and maybe don't do a manualize maybe do figure out you know the right way to do this whatever whatever the new right way to do it is and so it's that weird thing of like i would love to see someone else do the wwe games and blah blah blah, blah but like it also would have been then we've done this before where okay cool it goes to ea and that first game is incredibly feature bear you know, maybe the wrestling's good. They've got that nailed, but the roster is as good as it should be. The game modes aren't as good as, and then you see them slowly start to build back up. And then you build up to a point where you become what 2K was before this, which is just, you know, the same Loaded. thing over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah bloated, so much stuff going on. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And I, I think that keeping our eyes peeled on that AEW game is going to be of course. a lot of fun. You know, it's like, it's there, there's hope. But at the same time, I don't think that anyone expects that to, to actually recapture the, the magic that we remember from the, the old days. But like, I don't know that that's possible, right? So it's kind of like, just do your own thing, do a modern version. And I do think the people over there working on the AEW game, uh, I think the their problem isn't going to be the passion and understanding what the game needs to be. I think it's going to be the budget and the, the the resources that are going into it. But I, what you were just saying about the let's start feature bear and then iterate on that. Like I think that the AEW game has a, a chance to kind of come out and wow the people it needs to wow. Which at the end of the day, I think is is the ultimate goal for that game. Right? It's not to set the world on fire and be the best, highest successful, uh, highest selling wrestling game. Uh, in the last 10 years, it's just to speak to the audience that wants that type of experience. Yeah, I had done uh, on Games Daily last week, maybe the beginning of this week, I forget what, but uh, this comicbook.com article by Connor Casey, AEW video game details finally emerged, confirming popular mode and publisher status. And it's an article that actually made me go, ooh, because I like in terms of what uh, was being said because they have a bunch of interviews in here like they're still looking for a publisher and that's fine or whatever but it was like uh kenny omega recently spoke with the wrestling observer and explained how aew's first game will differ from the wwe 2k22 which just dropped last week he said quote it is coming along though and for us at least for me there's there's a large emphasis on just the wrestling aspect of the game we want the wrestling too and it's tough to get that balance but we want it to feel like how a match would flow with 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 within a video game uh so you know the matches will go probably go probably in general go a little quicker but we want them to feel like the user is able to assume the role of the and long story short as they continue going on he talks about how like you know they won't be able to do this or that and they can't compete with wwe here it it sounds like they are kind of right now talking about a game that i just told you i thought an ea game would be which is like Mm. we are focusing on the wrestling there won't be as many modes and things around it but we will have this thing and you can create your person but it's about this thing right yeah it's like okay. You ever play Rumble you... Roses, Greg? Uh, I remember this. This is the female wrestling game. Yeah, I think I played it for a little bit, and not not long enough to you know have an opinion about it. Hmm. Why you remember it, it well good or not? No, not well. I, I remember we rented it a couple times. I, I I don't I just don't remember if it was good or not because like that was that weird era where it's like yeah, it's a weird concept. Everything about it's weird, but oh, it was made by Ukes. Yeah, hmm, this is interesting. I'm looking at this later. 
Back to the Kenny Omega thing. We'll never be able to compete with the production value of WWE's game. You look at 2K22 and it's absolutely gorgeous. So I'm excited to see all their bells and whistles when it finally releases. This is obviously before. But for us, rather than pushing pushing the envelope massively or anything like that, we just want wrestling to feel like how it used to feel for the people who would play wrestling games back in the day and just have fun with fellow wrestling fans or, you know, people that just want to have fun with their buddies. We'll see. We'll see. I want some modes in there. I want some stuff in there. All right. No Mercy had some modes. No mercy on modes, everybody. No mercy, but yes, modes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I got for you today. I, it's all I needed from you. And all I need from you, ladies and gentlemen, watching live or listening later, is go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in with your questions, comments, and concerns. You can get the post show we do. You can get all these benefits and more for PS I Love You, the X-Cast, and the Gamescast. But most important to you right now is that you could go there to get this show ad-free. But you're not on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. So here's a word from our sponsors. Jack! Every day you gotta get up, worry about work, worry about your family, worry about when you're playing games. It's too much. So remove the stress for shopping for clothes with Cuts Clothing. Cuts Clothing has perfected the art and science of men's shirts. So now you can throw on one look and look great without ever having to think about it. Plus Cuts has all the essentials for looking sharp like tees, hoodies, polos, and more. So you can stop bouncing between brands and shopping for different shirts. Tim Gettys loves Cuts. He went online, found the blues he loved, and then had them shipped to his door so he can go get haircuts and stare at electronics knowing he looks great. Cuts has totally revolutionized the traditional outdated t-shirt category. They make it easy to mix and match styles and colors so you can find the perfect style. They even developed their own fabric that's soft as hell and guaranteed not to pill or shrink. Join hundreds of thousands of guys who have made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with Cuts. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash kindoffunny. That's C-U-T-S clothing.com slash kindoffunny for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. All right, guys, let's talk about skincare. If your skincare routine is basically you washing your face in the shower with that one shower gel you've been using since high school, then it's time to level up your skincare game. But thanks to Lumen, you can drop that bottle of three-in-one and start using products that actually take care of your skin. All their products aim to help with those stubborn acne scars, under-eye dark circles, wrinkles, sun damage, dry skin, oily skin, and more. Uh, Starting with Lumen is easy. All you have to do is take their two-minute quiz on their website, and they'll tell you exactly what routine is best for you based on your skincare needs. Plus, all their products are made using only natural ingredients that actually work. Guys, I swear, skincare shouldn't be that complicated thing we dread doing, and thanks to Lumen, it's simple. It takes you less than 90 seconds of your day. It's easy, and you'll have skin as smooth as Kevin Coelho's shaved cheeks. Level up your skincare game with Lumen Skin today. Go to lumenskin.com slash kindoffunny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's L-U-M-I-N skin.com slash kindoffunny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's Lumen Skin com slash kind of funny. This, of course, is one of my favorite sponsors of all time. It's Honey, ladies and gentlemen. When you're shopping online, it's easy to save money on your iPhone or computer. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch your prices drop. Here's, ladies and gentlemen, where I go and I, boop, I hit pause on the end because I use Honey all the time. This is my Google Chrome, and right there is the Honey button. You install it there, you can use it on your iPhone too, but it's great. It saves you money, and then if you're logged into, it accrues Honey coins that you can then spend on gift cards and stuff all the time. But then yesterday, 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 I was buying some Mizzou stuff off the internet. Guess what? There it is. I don't even think about it. Honey just pops up, little dancing coin. He's like, you want me to save you some money? And I'm like, yes, you do. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show. 
I never recommend something I don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kinda. That's joinhoney.com slash Number four on the Roper Report, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate now includes Marvel Unlimited. This is Wesley LeBlanc over at Game Informer. Uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is Microsoft's monthly subscription that gives players access to not just Xbox Game Pass on consoles, but also PC Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold. Now, alongside its other features, it includes three months of Marvel Unlimited. Marvel Unlimited is Marvel's comic book subscription service that, like what Game Pass is for games, gives users access to tons of comics on devices like their phones, tablets, and more. In fact, in the trailer announcing this news, Marvel boasts that there are now more than 29,000 digital comics on the service. However, one important thing to note is that you must be a new Marvel Unlimited subscriber to take advantage of this deal. If you already have a subscription or have had one in the past, you will not be able to take advantage of these three free months of comics on the account. However, you could always create a new Marvel Unlimited account over on X, uh, I'm sorry, you can always create a new Marvel Limited account, period, over on the Xbox side of things. Fortunately, this deal applies to both existing and new Ultimate subscribers. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't like when the trials are like, oh, if you've done a travel before, Hate you it. can't do Hate it again. It. Like, I get it. It makes sense, but it is always a, a bummer. I love that Xbox Game Pass has been really kind of experimenting with these type of deals of collaborating with Disney plus or, or Marvel unlimited. And like, they've done this a couple times. Um, I think even now they have a thing with Paramount plus so that you can watch halo. Uh, if you just wanted to do a, a trial of that. So it's like, it, it's cool to try to, for them to try to like get even more value for their gaming subscription service when they know that their system is not just used for gaming. Right. Like right. I think that this is kind of the right way to uh, add approach. value to add value and approach the 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 dream that xbox presented uh, back in the xbox one days you know of like the whole this one xbox in your entertainment system and all that stuff of like it's where you watch tv and movies and all this stuff it's like right. well the reality is a lot of people do actually use their xbox for that so um these this is a great way to incentivize people to do it even more and keep them in that ecosystem uh when they're not playing games so that's cool on top of that marvel unlimited is pretty dope like the the content it actually allows you to go back and read now is like really 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 cool um and that wasn't always the case like it, marvel unlimited used to kind of just be like all right cool if you want to read comics from 15 years ago you're fine but anything else you're kind of screwed it's gotten to the point that most things are there and especially as we're leading into um this amazing era we're in where every couple months we're getting a new mcu project um whether it's the shows on disney plus or the movies it's like you know, it's a perfect time for this to come out a week before Moon Knight. So people can kind of get in, read some of the more popular Moon Knight runs and, and all of that. Like, that's very cool. I have Marvel Unlimited, but I really only use it for old stuff. And on top of that, I, with Benjamin, I haven't read comics in forever. What is it still like a six month window between I, what the newest new stuff is? I, think it's three month uh, three window different. which is still a lot but with the with the way that comics kind of work and i know you know this greg but it's like it it's so if you're keeping up with stuff like month to month to month like you're a dedicated person and like i feel like you're the type of for better or worse they know they're going to get money out of you and they need money out of you right like you need to support comic books or else they're not going to exist so yeah they kind of need to count on those um early adopters to kind of keep things going and i kind of feel like there is that rush of getting the new story as soon as it drops and like counting down the days until the issue comes out or if we're being honest counting down the days till it's supposed to come out and then it gets delayed a little bit because i don't think i've ever in the history of my life read a comic book series that at the, a monthly comic book series that actually was monthly 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it always ends up getting delayed for some reason. But um, it's art, so cool. Usually, it's usually art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But going back and, and kind of uh, being able to to binge these runs, um, even things that are fairly recent, right? Like three months is not that long. Three months, yeah, um, it's three issues, big deal. Yeah, so I, I I think it's really cool. I do hate the way that the app's accounts work. It's still cumbersome as all shit. And like just logging in always gives me problems. Like, oh, the password is this. My user ID and password is this on my iPhone. But if I'm trying to do it on a, a computer, for some reason, it's an email, not a user ID. And I'm like, okay, well, what's – you know what I mean? It's like there's always like dumb shit like that. But um, – for anybody that has Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and is at all interested in comics, test this out. It's yeah, a super sure. cool thing, and there's so much content to go back and get addicted to, especially uh, with Moon Knight coming out, Miss Marvel coming out, all that. There's like a lot of really worthwhile runs to to go back and kind of just dip your toe into comics if you haven't really done that before. 100%. Yeah. I wish it applied to everybody, but I think the fact that it's there is great and just create a new email if you want to catch on something you know for a little bit for three months uh number five on the rope report is are you about to get a rainbow six mobile game we're gonna go to tom henderson over at xputer who writes ubisoft will be revealing its next mobile game next month on march or i'm sorry april 6 2022 tom clancy's rainbow six siege mobile the game which has been in development in collaboration with Wii game parentheses 10 cent will make its debut with a video game trailer and coverage by the media rumors of a rainbow six siege mobile title began to circulate last year after ubisoft halifax sent out a playtest survey targeted to mobile gamers on how familiar they are with rainbow six siege in addition hints to the release were made during 10 cents fourth quarterly earnings call yesterday uh putting the term quote projects with ubisoft under the 2023 timeline suggesting that the game could be released in 2023 one source who has seen uh, a behind the scenes presentation uh, described the game as being quote massive for the mobile market and quote it will be a mobile game that siege fans will love end quote cool that's what we're all looking for i'm I'm just i'm so intrigued on their plans and what they're gonna do and where they're gonna be in a couple years because i feel like ub is one of the the bigger publishers out there right like when you're thinking about third-party uh guys out there like they are some of the only remaining ones of that size and because uh, you know bethesda activision gobbled up so ub is kind of like the the last remaining uh one of its type right like there's the square annexes and, and all of that but i feel like ub kind of has a different vibe to it um and that vibe has been created by what we think of as a ubisoft game with all the the checklists and towers and all that but then also being backed up by things like this mobile games and tactics games people aren't really asking for and like that type of stuff right uh where does this all kind of converge you know i saw someone tweeted me yesterday talking about uh prince of persia uh like where's it at you know and it's so crazy that a game was announced the remake yeah. um with a release date that was like a two three months out or whatever and here we are two years later <laughs> and i obviously that game had issues and, and um a lot of things going against it but yeah it's it's hard for you to be excited about ubisoft right now how long till they get bought by PlayStation? Uh, I don't see that happening. Okay. Do you? No. I don't know. Oh. I mean, any first off, anything can fucking happen. Anything can happen. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I just I think that if anyone were to buy Ubisoft, it I, I don't think anyone's buying Ubisoft. Just I, I do not see that in the future. Um, at least in the next 10 years. I also definitely don't see it being PlayStation. Like that that would be crazy. I mean, but I, I gotta swing back at Xbox, right? That's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, I just I don't think that they actually do need to swing back. You know, like I don't think I know, that's, I know. yeah, and I don't think that they're even thinking about that way because it's not this tit for tat type of war game situation, right? But yeah, um, UB does represent a you know a large part of the the sales of video games every year, um, and a big part of that is the the multi platform. Um, I mean, they're the multi-platform guys, right? Like that, that's what games they make. Uh, it's like the whole point of them is, is multi-platform. Like I'm just pulling this out of my ass right now. And you're wrong me if I'm wrong about this, but like we don't often get exclusive Ubisoft games, right? No. I mean, what you, you go to Mario Rabbids or whatever. Like that's an exclusive yeah, one. Yeah. I guess that, but obviously are, that's going to be exclusive for a reason. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's exceptions yeah. to the rule for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you look at like, like square, right. Or Capcom and like those, the, the other th- bigger third parties that are left as third parties and they do exclusive deals left and right and always have. Um, so I just think that's interesting, but that, I mean, that would be a, a shake up and change up for sure. But I don't know that it'd be a, a necessarily a positive one yeah you know you ask you know ubisoft you don't know about them or what are they doing like it's all about you know trying to i i would assume these deals and these uh, announcements and are all about trying to stay relevant you know what i mean you talk about the fact that they are one of the few third parties that are out there making multi-platform games right the way to keep doing that is you know you have to keep growing and we see their stock uh, shareholder shit all the time right like they need to be making these announcements and they need to chase things so you know mobile games are something that you know either people really connect with or they hate and so you want to see if you can do this can you break through like PUBG mobile did see success right there are games that call of duty uh, the call of duty one saw success like there's mm-hmm. ways to have a successful mobile game and find that audience and reach people you're not reaching because right now you right now if you're a, a you know you're listening to the show you have an opinion about ubisoft games and they either connect for you or don't connect for you right i'm sure there's different franchises in there and things like that but you have your own thing but there's a bunch of mobile gamers who don't have that and don't have that opinion on it and so where do you go it's the same thing where you know as much as we all hate NFTs and stuff, the fact that they try to do that Ghost Recon NFT thing made sense because NFTs is this new thing. They want to make money. They want to grow their market share. They want to continue to be viable, right? Like it's not so long ago, right, that they were, you know, getting chased and Vivendi was trying to buy them up, right? Remember that? Mm-hmm. And like that, yeah. like it's, that was what changed Ubisoft and really put them on the the path to who they are now and what they are now. But that was a real thing that they were fighting off this, you know, hostile takeover. And it was, of course, that they just weren't you know worth enough or whatever so like they had to diversify and they've diversified in such an interesting way that they continue to but then it also i i would say inarguably waters down their brand to many where you know what a ubisoft game is and greg miller loves lots of ubisoft games but you know who doesn't hate that and then you know a mo- they're going to chase a mobile they're going to chase an nft they're going to chase whatever the next buzzword is and try to make it happen yeah everyone keep your eye on ubisoft I think no matter what, there will be shakeups and changes happening in the next couple of years. Like I, I think that they can't just maintain the way that they're going for so many reasons, least of which being all the horrible workplace stuff that's been going mm-hmm. on uh, the last couple of years. It's like that stuff is coming to an head. Like it just it is, and they are going to have to address it in a more real way than they have been, especially as the industry around them continues to call people out rightfully um, and move towards this better united front uh against that bullshit you know so i i think that that combined with the sales not being what they used to be and again it's not like you would stop failing they're like trailing behind or anything and like them being the last kind of beacon of this multi-platform putting out 10 games a year that are on all consoles like we the industry kind of needs that 
in a way, right? Like just to, to at least to maintain how they've always functioned. Um, but maybe we're going to see a shift to an industry that doesn't need that. I mean, I can totally imagine a world where uh, a streaming service ends up buying Ubisoft. And mm. maybe that's a way that it, it maintains being multi-platform in a way where what if it was uh, like the Amazon's, uh, like Amazon Luna or something, like Amazon Games For kind sure. of just buys them up and then you can play them on the different systems using the subscription service or whatever it is um because we're seeing so much more of that right and that's where it's like i don't see playstation kind of getting in on that level um because i think that a lot of the benefits of buying different acquiring different developers and publishers uh would be the ip to sony as opposed to all of the the monetization stuff that ubisoft i think is kind of like the value is there right and that kind of leads itself more to subscription-based things like a game pass I could see that. But then you talk about the IP. Come on. PlayStation first party, Prince of Persia. Let them go. I mean, well, it, dude, for, you know, for real, Rayman, like the, the potential, it would be amazing. I, I would love to see what that potentially could be. Um, I just think that when you start to be real about looking at the, okay, what actually would happen from that? I just don't see the the value there when PlayStation already has those games on their consoles via third party. Sure. But you got to worry about Phil buying it. Phil's going to come through and dump money on. You'll never have those games again. And that's the yeah. scare tactic. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six on the Roper Report. You're getting an NFL VR game every year, apparently. This is Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. The NFL has announced a VR football game set to release each year for MetaQuest and PlayStation VR. The annual franchise is being made in partnership with Status Pro, a sports technology company whose virtual and augmented reality products are used by the actual NFL teams. Unlike current football VR games, such as 2MD VR Football and the Patrick Mahomes Experience, uh, which are more arcade the simulation this new fully licensed game promises a realistic experience that makes players feel like a professional nfl player no release date or gameplay was revealed with the announcement but considering that the nfl and status pro didn't even uh, release the game's name oh didn't he, yeah didn't this is didn't even real but i mean i assume he means release the game's name uh it's likely a long way away i like i don't want to play v- football in vr like a lot of things i like doing in vr you know what i mean tim but like getting in there and like doing a simulation of football in VR does not sound like a good time. I'm a, I'm a QB. I'm having to run. I'm having to catch this thing. I don't like it. No. No. Annualized I'm, too. Come on. Yeah, that seems unnecessary. But I don't. I'm not a big football person. But I don't. I don't see why it wouldn't be fun. Because aren't isn't a lot of it just kind of standing like huddling down there? People yell numbers, throw the ball around you. Oh, that is that does, some of these things happen in football yeah 100 percent. that sounds like it could be kind of fun in vr no you, you this is, no, i don't want to huddle up with people in vr all right mm. no thank you no thank you i just want to sit there and control my robot or be whatever mm. uh, number seven on the rubber report and final uh you can get cal Castus's lightsaber at galaxy's edge right or pretty much right now not right now but now uh kevin got open uh become a jedi thanks to your votes the cal Kestis legacy lightsaber will uh, hilt will be available at star wars galaxy's edge starting march 25th and so as you scroll through here kev you of course see uh, uh monahan right uh going through with his lightsaber here doing his thing he's getting it set up he's down at the workshop having this tim we built lightsabers uh, we did build lightsabers at galaxy's edge and also greg i don't know mm-hmm. if you remember but we hung out with that man in that place we did that was cool what's his first name why am, why am i blanking on his first name 
I actually Ma- don't remember. Monahan. It's in there, Kevin. Oh, Reed. Dominic, right? No, that Dominic Monahan's from Lost. It's a different person. You're right. Cameron. Thank Cameron. you, Chad. Cameron Monahan. Thank you. The Thank man who you. plays Cal Castus, of course, in Fallen Order, uh, is getting his lightsaber. And this is the thing. Remember, we were down there when we built lightsabers. It was during a Star Wars uh, Fallen Order event. And mm-hmm. then, of course, I, I, I fell in love with building my own lightsaber. And then I fell in love with this character and this lightsaber. And then, if you remember, I have the lightsaber. I have the hilt that the EA sent me for, like, the press pack. Then I have the one that was made uh, by the one uh, kind of funny fan. And then I'm going to go buy this one for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure. Next time we're down there, I'm 1,000% making this as well. I don't care if it's my third one. I don't give a shit. Well, this, this is isn't all. this isn't making it. These these are the the super dope, um, like the legacy lightsabers. So th- this is like a, an amazing recreation of his. You don't get to oh, so I don't need to make it. I so no. oh, explain more. Then I don't understand. So these so, are like like when oh go, like in this okay go in the store yeah in the store they have them all in the display case yeah. This this is now going to be in the case, which is fucking gotcha. cool. And then I still kinda, put, like I still canonizing it. I still and then I still choose my Kyber crystal to put in there, right, for to change the light or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, you should be able to do that because yeah, it would still have just the generic tube. We're not talking yeah. about those crazy ass hotel lightsabers yet. Not yet, not yet. Now here's the brilliant part of Disney showing it the how to get more and more and more money out of you. This comes from the blog that Kevin had pulled up, right? Those familiar with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will recognize the broken end design since Cal Kestis acquires a lightsaber after the weapon is badly damaged and is only capable of emitting a single blade. When you purchase this distinct lightsaber hilt, it comes with a dual lightsaber adapter. So you can recreate the original double-bladed design reminiscent of when the lightsaber was owned by Cal's master, Jaro Tapal, when you purchase the second hilt. Bad. Look at these motherfuckers just figuring out their way to get your money. So that's really cool, but guess what, Greg? This is cool to me for one extra reason. March 25th. Wait, no color change, everybody's saying. No color change in the chat, chat's saying. So this happening, right? Getting a little bit more of that mainstream Disneyland reverence for cal kestis is exciting to me because all signs are pointing to this may star wars celebration getting a little bit of that tease of jedi fall in order too yeah then you got to imagine later in the summer we'll probably get some gameplay of that and then later this fall greg we're probably going to return to the world of cal kestis and star wars and i'm very excited i want that very badly i want that very very badly as well but Tim, it's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list <laughs> of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. <laughs> yeah. Out today, a memoir blue on all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, Switch, and PC. Uh, Relayer on all the PlayStations. The Ascent on all the PlayStations. Expedition Zero on PC. Lumote. The Master Moat Chronicles on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. Norco on PC. Uh, Puship on PC. Uh, Super Nanaru on Switch and PC. Uh, the Lost and the Wicked on PC. Uh, the Smart Factory Tycoon on PC. The Planet Crafter on PC. Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion releases on the Epic Game Store. Uh, Mecha Jammer, the Refracted update, is now out on PC. PUBG Battlegrounds update 9.2 is now live. Then a GTA update online for you. Uh, hot on the heels of its launch on PS5 and Xbox Series X S, GTA Online is delivering extra rewards for those looking to push the limits of their rides 
on the latest generation of consoles. With triple GTA bucks and RP in this week's How Specials Works time trial and double GTA money and RP across the 14 tracks of How's Special Works race series. In addition, all the GTA Online players can now earn double in Madrazo contract missions and double down adversary mode featuring Lamar and Franklin. New dates for you. Terraformers lands on PC Early Access April 21st. And then uh, Psionics, the San Diego video game developer. And Automobili Lamborghini announced that uh, new Lamborghini uh, Couch Tack LPI 800-4 will be available in Rocket League beginning March 30th. Good old Couch Tack. Get the old couch tag. Get out of here, you <laughs> dorks. Deals of the day for you. Xbox free play days have been announced for the weekend. Uh, Mysteries in action will turn your world upside down this weekend in free play days. Uh, Lost Judgment, Before We Leave, and Far Cry 6 are all available this weekend for Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members to play from Thursday right now until uh, Sunday, March 27th. At, uh, well, I guess we'll say it. Monday, 12.01, March 28th is when that'll end. Tim? Mm-hmm. We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roofstreet.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Parks43 writes in and says, additional info on the Marvel Ultimate Game Pass deal, uh, only available in the U.S. and U.S. territories, so international Game Pass members won't see the benefit. That's on you for not living here in America. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to read that one, but okay, good. All right. Uh, that's it then. We nailed it. Crushed it. Killed it. Congratulations to us. Um, I give my performance maybe six, five, seven out of 10. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I'm not all there yet, but I'll be there. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it though. For sure. Yeah, I, I'd go 7.5. Yeah. I mean, what, what about the kind of funny scale? Yeah. Okay. Let's not go there. Four, I guess. Great. Three. I, okay. What? What do you got? What do you got? No, you I forget it. Forget it. Forget it. You know, every once in a while, you're about to say something, and then you realize the ramifications of what I'm about to say aren't worth the joke. They're just not worth it. So I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Instead, I'm glad you have that. I'm going to have a positive, fantastic day with all of you. What are we about to do? Are we about to play some Fortnite? I know me and Greg are about to figure out what we're doing with the post show. There's a Batman deleted scene we need to react to at some point. I don't know what's going on. I don't oh, is it out? I don't know. Yeah, it's out. IGN put it, it up on Twitter. Out. Yeah. So we're going to have to watch it. We're going to have to react to it. So I feel like we have to do that Yeah, right after this. Yeah. Like, we'll do the post show. Mm-hmm. We'll say mm-hmm. yak, yak, yak to Barrett. And then, yeah, we'll go. We can just go react me, to it. Me and Mike just hang out for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you handle that? Can you, can you update Mike, Kev? Can you let him know what's going on that like we're going to. He's watching. But yeah, I'll try. Um, can we'll you request in. a thing then? Um, we're gonna have to figure out. We don't know who's gonna be on it, so I'll I'll pop the, I'll pop, yeah, we'll figure that out. All right, but, all right, cool. ladies all right, and gentlemen, this has been kind of funny <laughs> games daily. Each and every weekday, we come to you with the nerdy news you need to know about. Tomorrow, blessing and I will be here to close out the week, unless he's still sick from taking back the night, and then we'll figure it out and get somebody else in here for you. I uh, remember, if you want to watch that, you can watch it on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, Roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe. You can watch it on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games as we record it. But we'd pr- appreciate it if you watched it on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, where of course a few bucks gets you the ability to watch it uh, with no ads. You get the post show. You get to write in with your own questions, comments, concerns. You can be a Patreon producer, and you can have a great time. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been a pleasure to serve you.